Welcome to Creating with Camille, and I'm extremely excited because I have a guest speaker here, Katie Hughes, and I'm very excited to share with you guys such a wonderful, learned individual, and I'm very fortunate to be able to bring you guys this artist. Katie, do you want to say hi? Hi, Katie! (laughs) It's so great to hear from you. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, it's been a moment. But it's it's really great that you've agreed to come on the show. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I'm excited to talk about art and creating and just sort of the work that I've been doing for a little bit. Awesome. Would you mind giving listeners like a brief introduction about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Katie Hughes, Camille mentioned. And I'm 23 and I currently live in the Bay Area, but I'm moving back to Los Angeles in a couple weeks. Um... I met Camille in high school, and after that, I went to Stanford, and I studied philosophy and physics, so very, like, non-creative, very, like, academic fields, um, and I ended up realizing that the thing I was most passionate about was definitely the art, so that's kind of where I am now in my creative journey. I love that you breeze over going to Stanford. <laughs> it was not a breeze. The humility from this individual, that's part of the fun. (laughs) So, what inspires you to create? Is it a specific place, a different feeling, or is it like something else? Totally. Um, So, I've been creating as long as I can remember. I've always um, been really passionate about art and design. And Immaculate Heart, the high school we went to, is actually. Um, a really incredible place, and anytime I'm feeling in a funk, I um, I look back at the work of Karita Kent, who was this non-slash-artist-slash-activist who ran the art department for my at Heart for a long time, so reading her work is always useful, and um, other than that, just, um, I really am interested in color. Color is, like, the main point in all of my work, so i basically start with a palette and then kind of go from there. Um, And I definitely like being in the sunshine and being in my apartment slash uh, studio, I guess, at the moment. Um, And that's always been a really creative space for me. So kind of just, you know, color and feelings of happiness are the starting point of all of my pieces. That's my cat. No, I love that. So basically what you're saying is you prefer looking at inspiration from a visual perspective as opposed to like an emotional perspective? Totally. Um, And emotions show up in my artwork. Um, I've been working on this series recently with a lot of like Keith Haring-esque dancing women (laughs) and it's very (laughs) playful. Um, But I found that a lot of the emotion I have comes from like colors and imagery. Um, And as a visual artist, that's kind of my foundation. I know a lot of my friends who are more musically oriented, like for them, everything is emotional. Um, So I'm somewhere probably in the middle of that spectrum. Mm, That's really cool. I like that. So when I have, (laughs) this is a question that's been on my mind for a bit. When did you decide to write and illustrate a children's novel? And what was that process and journey like for you? Like, that's so casual. (laughs) It was, um, creativity sometimes shows up in the least creative places. Um, so this past year I ended up working at a law firm, um, because after deciding I didn't want to be a physicist, I realized that I also 
Um, maybe I'll be a lawyer, and then I realized that's not something that I necessarily want to do. Um, but as I was working in this law firm, I was really looking for a creative outlet, and um, I've been drawing this comic series for a couple years now, and it's called The Grimsley Bits, and mm. it's still on Instagram. Um, but it's basically this kind of, like, alternate version of myself who's this witch who lives in San Francisco with this ghost, Ooh. and they have all these adventures. Um, and it's more, like, adult humor type stuff, but um, I wanted to take the ghost character, who's really easy to draw, um, and kind of use him to create this children's book just because I think children's books are so beautifully, like, created, because they have to be, because they're visually based for children, and um, I actually get a lot of artistic inspiration from children's books, too. There's one called The Neighbor, um, which is just, uh, I found it in Skylight Bookstore in Los Feliz, and it's this beautiful book about um, this girl hopping from, like, neighbor to neighbor, and they all have crazy, like, one family superheroes, one family vampires, and um, I think because I just like writing and drawing creatively, a children's book made sense to me. Um, so I did it last year, and um, San Francisco is really, like, a good place for artists, even though it's obviously super expensive. The <laughs> um, <laughs> starving artists. Exactly. Um, but a lot of the bookstores around here are really sweet, and some of the theme shops take, um, basically, if you want to come in and you're like, I'm a local artist, and I designed this scene, or I designed this children's book, um, you can sell it there, and you make you know, some amount of profit, and it makes some amount of profit, um, and the money wasn't really important to me, I was just happy to get something, you know, in bookstores and sell it, uh, and that was, like, a huge kind of turning point for me when I realized, oh, I can make art and design a career. That's an understatement. I love that. I was watching your your story, your process unfold there, and it was really cool to see the shipments of your book, and all that was, I was excited oh for you. Yeah, um, I decided to print it on my own, which it's just a lot faster um, than getting it, like, published, and that was a whole ordeal. Um, but there's a little, um, uh, I think it's called Printivity. It's a, it's a printing studio in San Diego, um, and their prices are really reasonable. So they made me, like, 100 copies, and I have some at a couple different bookstores and sent some to family and sold others to my friends. Um, but there's a million different ways to, you know, publish a book or print a book, and navigating that is sometimes really really challenging especially for new artists Mm, that's fair well congratulations on your first of many self-published amazing creative books oh thank you (laughs) you deserve it i love that i loved watching that process chaotic (laughs) (laughs) well I mean you were at a law firm too I mean it was obviously not the priority but you still made time for it yeah um definitely looking forward to transitioning into a career that is creatively focused uh so I have more time (laughs) (laughs) and is there a specific medium that you're most drawn to and if so why oh totally um so I've been experimenting with a lot of things in the last couple years. Um, I was never really classically trained as a painter. I took one class in Immaculate Heart um, the summer before freshman year, um, and I took one painting class in college for oil paint, but um, mostly I've been working in acrylic for pretty much, you know, like a decade. Um, <laughs> and I'm drawn to it because it 
the colors are really bright and it dries quickly, and it's a very, uh, how do I explain it? It's, it's a very flat graphic look to it, and I'm actually going to be studying graphic design, so um, I really like pictures that are very, like, flat and bright and kind of like posters, if you think about, like, posters from the 70s, mm. something that's kind of fun and psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also really love oil pastel, and I just learned how to use chalk pastel, so um, I try to diversify as much as possible to get, you know, I, I want my art to be able to have a diversity to it, but right now I've been doing a lot of acrylic painting in my bedroom, because I quit my job two weeks ago, and I'm really enjoying all of the painting time I have. Well, congratulations, it was like a good, pro- like, ooh, perfect breather for you, you know? That was really the perfect time to start doing this. I'm, like, stalking you on your Instagram and checking out those, like, women dancing and their beautiful bright colors, and I'm just vibing with it. I know. It's so fun. And one of my friends just bought two paintings, so it's, like, you know, not lucrative, but, like, vaguely, you know, sustainable. Um, So it's, it's going really well, which I'm having a blast with. Well, the thing is, you have the passion and the drive, and I think the money always comes later. Like, you should never be in a business just for money, you know? So you're doing it right. You're doing it 100% right. And what... Your your art will turn out better also if you're interested in it before you're interested in making money. Right! Like, the most passionate musicians are that way, too. Right. So I love that. I I had to get you on here because I was like, this woman, this beautiful genius woman has so much passion for art. I have to, I have to let her speak to my, my listeners. Uh, I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And so what drove you to pursue being an artist? Like, how did you gain inspiration for your work? You kind of touched on this earlier about colors. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) God, kind of everything. Uh, my life has been super, like, chaotic. I, in high school, I really wanted to be a physicist, and I was convinced that was going to be the thing to do for my whole life. And then I got to college and realized I was bad at math. And then I was like, cool, I'll be a philosopher, but you can't make money as a philosopher, so I was like, I'll become a lawyer. <laughs> and then I had this horrible existential crisis last year. Where I was like, I really don't know what I'm good at. Um, I mean, I could be good at a lot of things if I put in the time and effort, but what, you know, what actually makes me happy? Um, And I actually realized I wanted to be a professional artist when I was having job interviews in Silicon Valley, and one of the interviewers asked me, like, if you could have any job and pay didn't matter, what would you be? And I said, oh, that's super easy. I'd be an oil painter just, like, in a studio for my life. Um, And I kind of realized, like, okay, I probably don't have the the skill and the patience to just be an oil painter, but (laughs) it is possible to be, you know, a working artist in a field like graphic design or even painting, depending on, you know, what I do and what clients I have and what projects I work on independently. Um, So I think I've always really wanted to be an artist, like at heart, but it was really this year kind of meeting professional artists and designers and realizing it is a career path. It is possible. You don't have to be a doctor or a lawyer to be successful in life. You can absolutely make your passion into your work as long as you work hard and are really confident. Um, so I think the confidence part was something that just took the longest, but the passion's always been there. I remember, because you used to come to high school. Oh, story time about Katie. 
she used to come, and she was also, like, one of the brainiest girls in our class, and oh she God. always had the best painted nails, and I remember yes. thinking, <laughs> you remember, <laughs> that oh this God. woman has the best, like, they were the most intricately designed nails, and she was always doing, like, speech and debate, and, like, top of the class, like, literally, one of the girls leading the GPA curve I was trying to beat, but could never achieve, and... It was insane to look at these nails, and I was like, oh, she's artistically inclined. And it just kind of progressed into a published children's book over the years. It's crazy. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of my friends are kind of, like, confused where the art thing came from. But, yeah, the, the nails. I had a nail Instagram before my real Instagram is <laughs> gone now, but, like, <laughs> color has always been, like, very... Uh, important in my life and in my work and I still do my nails I've been doing a, a lot more because of the quarantine <laughs> have a lot of time um but yeah also like um I just think about like my wardrobe is just like a lot of very strange colorful pieces from thrifted stores and um my shoes are always like kind of like crazy and colorful like platforms or boots or whatever so I I try to work art into all aspects of my life um because it's also what gets me up in the morning, you know. Things are really awful right now. And, um, you know, if I can have anything that has a little bit of color or a little bit of happiness that makes me, like, really excited to get up and paint, um, that's that's really good for me. And I think a lot of people are probably going through similar, like, creative needs right now. Yeah, looking forward to the color in your life, one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I just dyed my hair bright orange, so I'm, I'm clearly living. <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly not at the law firm anymore. No. Which was, I mean, it was good. It was a good experience, too. It taught me to be really detail-oriented. Um, and I think law is um, really amazing, just not my particular um, calling at the moment. But I have a lot of respect for lawyers. No, that's fair. <laughs> it's, shout out to mom and dad. That's fair. I had worked at a firm, too, before I quit and started doing this full-time. So I totally understand oh, where you came from. Yeah, oh it, was, God. it was IP. Very but parallel. <laughs> it was. It is a parallel path, I promise. <laughs> yeah. What is your top piece of advice for someone just starting out in the creative field? Of its own. It's going to be 
things that you don't even think are possible at the moment. And I definitely feel that in terms of the stuff that I'm creating versus, you know, what I was able to do 10 years ago. So it's, it's really just saying, you know, whether you want to become a professional graphic designer or you want to become a weekend painter or you're just sketching on your own, if you're really interested, put in the time and, you know, shut out all the negative thoughts as much as possible. And ask your friends, too. Like, ask them which one of these things looks better. And normally they'll have a pretty good idea about things that you can't see and help guide you in a different direction if you really need it. Oh, so true. I'm so, so happy that you came on the show today, Katie. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to this special treat in quarantine. See you guys in the next episode. Bye! Thank you! Bye! (laughs) Thank you.